of As the Drum Turns. Today we have Eric Inslee in the house. Hey Eric, how are you doing? Doing good. Thanks good. for having me. Awesome. Hey, tell us a little bit about what you do here at SRM. Well, I do, I guess technically I'm VP Operations, but uh, we kind of do anything needs to be done. So anywhere from plant maintenance to operations to IT, anywhere in between. I mean, just anything that helps get the concrete out. Awesome. And then any anything that Jeff has you uh, on the docket for the day? Then in any little honey dude that Jeff has. <laughs> well, I don't have very many of them, so I know that's not happening. But no, it's uh, <clears throat> Eric. Eric's been with us for, for like six and a half, six and a half years. And, and really in that six and a half years, we've done a, just a tremendous amount of tremendous amount of growth. And why don't you tell everybody where, you know, where you come from and what you used to do and all, and all that stuff. Well, my background pretty much, <clears throat> uh, grew up trim carpenter and electrician, but, uh, for 12 years, I was director of quality control for another concrete company. So a pretty big quality background and then kind of merged over into the operation side and then ended up with Jeff. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, we had, uh, he had seven plants when I started. So, so a lot of growth. Since so I've you're been. the reason for his success, right? I, I, I feel like I'm a huge part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's everybody. It's everybody. He and, uh, you and dad, I remember when y'all, when you first started work for us and, <laughs> we were putting a plant up in uh, Clarksville, Tennessee, and <clears throat> him and Dad. And you know, I don't know if Dad Dad was going to keep you for a while, but I, <laughs> yeah, now, now you love each other. Yeah, so. yeah. I only got I got fired two or three times on that job, <laughs> but uh, but it uh, it eventually worked out. Yeah, it, it worked out for the best for sure. And now that you know, Dad loves you now too. So yeah. it's, it's all it's all good. But now we uh, you know, we do get kind of like when Mike and I were talking, we. You, we travel a bunch together and get to see everything from all, all across the country, especially when we're doing new acquisitions. And many of you guys listening have seen, uh, seen Eric and I running around, uh, together getting these plants live and, and have seen us, uh, maybe arguing and fighting or whatever else we're doing, but, <laughs> but we're getting, getting it done. And, uh, with that, you know, you see, you see how a lot of companies run. And some of the things they do good and some of the things they don't do so good. And why don't you share some of the story that we had in Savannah and Jacksonville? And I mean, just uh, some of the kind of probably pop in my mind is, you know, with us, we are a little different than some of the, well, most of the companies you came from. I mean, that's, we're different than all of them. But uh, probably our biggest thing that, that we see that we like to do is, Man, if you need if you need help, ask for it. I mean, a lot of these guys will sit there and you know almost drown and like you know talking about Savannah or Jacksonville. Or, I mean, it's a, it's a normal week, unfortunately for us. I mean, we'll we'll go to if you've got a big pour, we'll work around the clock in Savannah. Pour night pours all night, <clears> then <throat> head straight to Jacksonville, do it again. Head you know head to Texas, do it again. I mean, if you need help, we're we're there to help you. I mean, that's that's really what we do. And, you know, if there's plant problems or anything, I mean, we'll work on them around the clock while we're trying to help you get anything else done. So, you know, uh, and believe it or not, we we like to sit down just for a minute and play dispatcher. Not not all the time, but we we do like to sit down and help with that stuff, too. So, yeah, we've done a bunch of that. You know, we were in uh, we were in Myrtle Beach when we first bought uh, the Argos assets there in Myrtle Beach and. Uh, 
Uh, I was running the plant. Eric was running the plant. And we, about three hours, I think we had 900 yards out the door with those guys. And and it was pretty tough that day, you know, because you just bought a company and their operators weren't used to to getting under the hole and getting loaded and, and getting their ticket and washing down quick and all that. So it's a lot of hooping and hollering and getting people motivated, but, but we did it. And, and I, that group's done doing a great job and yeah. kind of conforming, but, you know, I, I personally think it's important. And, and, and this is uniquely different from most companies, but I, I personally think it's important for people to, to, you know, not just get an email or get some order from on high on how we should run our company, but to see all of us out there, boots on the ground working and doing the absolute best we can. That doesn't mean we always win. You know, you and I went to Jacksonville that night and uh, worked on a big warehouse job. And we, we, you know, it was, it was tough. You know, the slumps were, it was wet and tough and we, we uh, we fought it, you know. We yeah. fought hard, and we ended up really did. We wouldn't have victorious, but but, uh, but we did. We fought hard. We didn't lose. We just didn't win. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We we do have some of that too. But but if we're in it, and we're if we're all in it together, working and and headed in the same direction, I think that's what's most important. And uh, and that's what where we see a lot of uh, a lot of companies that we've purchased over the years. Uh, just fail in that aspect is where everybody on the team doesn't have everybody's back. You got to have everybody's back. You know, you got to be working together uh, to get the same goal and the same job done. And then we, you know, we come to some plants and some, some folks, it's like, you know, they don't care if they batch the concrete today or they batch it next week. I mean, there's no sense of urgency. And I think in our business, you've got to be wound up like an eight day clock and be urgent. You know, let's get it done today. Don't wait for tomorrow. And let's get it fixed. Well, and, you know, on that with with us, I mean, they're they're really like you said, there's no disconnect from the office to the to the plants. And, you know, if you're out there dirty, I promise we're twice as dirty. And, you know, we want you to call us. We want to come help you. And, you know, anything you need, that's that's really our role. We we try to make sure that it's not, you know, we look at ourselves as support, not not so much as, you know, corporate office or any of those kind of things. And, you know, one of the, one of the things that always kind of sticks in my head is, uh, the Chick-fil-A guy, uh, Truett Cathy that, you know, one of the things he always said about, you know, their corporate office is, you know, he called it a support office, not a corporate office. He said, cause nobody here is selling chicken. So you better be supporting the people that are. And then, so that's kind of the same way I look at us. I mean, we're not selling concrete at 1132nd, second Avenue. So we better be supporting the people that are. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more with that. And I, and you know, and I think that's a big misnomer too. Is that we are, for some people, not everybody, but we we are all available at all times. You know, we're we're here. Our cell phones on. If we don't answer, you, we're gonna call you right back. We're gonna we're gonna be available. Uh, and and we don't care. You know, so don't don't be afraid to call. And and let's talk about and talk through problems and fix them. Or if you need help, you know, we got a. We call it the gypsy crew. You know, we got a group of, of of operators that we send all across the country. You know, they they all over the place. They've been everywhere <laughs> that we operate. Uh, literally, they drive they drive their trucks, or we fly them in, or whatever it is. And and those guys do just an awesome job. Derek and and JJ and Jeff Metters and Marcus and Rex and you know everybody. You know that whole group and. 
they, they, they come in and, and hustle. So if you get in a bind, you need help, you need trucks, you need this, you need that. The worst thing you can do at SRM Concrete is say no. You know, no is a cuss word. If a customer needs it, we're going to exhaust everything in our God-given ability to figure out how to service that customer. Uh, because we aren't cheap. You know, we're not, we aren't cheap on concrete. So we've got to create value for our customers. And the only way you create value is servicing them and being there for them. And, and, and all of these things that we talk about, uh, that all plays a role in, in bringing all those things together to service and create value for the customer. You know, a prime example of creating value for customers is a job we just did in West Point, you know, that you went and did. So you want to talk about a little bit about that? Yeah, it was it was for a customer that do, we do work with all over the country, one of, one of our bigger customers. But uh, they had a uh, I was around a 15,000 yard job down there and we actually own a location that's closed down there. So it has z- it has zero batchmen, zero drivers, zero anything. So uh, part of the gypsy crew that Jeff talked about come down, I myself come down. And then, uh, you know, I leaned on a lot of the guys in the company. I had people from. Uh, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, uh, Tennessee. I mean, we had people from everywhere coming down trying to man this job and, uh, you know, and actually ended up doing a pretty good job with, with how it all went. And, uh, the customer was happy and, you know, I was happy to get out of that place, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> but it, uh, you know, but that's kind of what he's talking about as far as, you know, going the extra mile and just doing whatever's possible to get the job done. I mean, I don't think a lot of companies would even, spoke up, much less uh, ducked their head and ran at it like we did. And that's not, you know, that's that's what I mean by not saying no. You know, you, you figure it out, figure it out. And uh, I think if we can create a company like that where everybody, uh, everybody's in it together, got each other's back, we're not saying no, we're servicing customers, we're creating value, we can really get through, get through anything. And what we've seen here with the virus, you know, getting through that, I say it most weeks that we do this podcast now, but I can't tell everybody enough how proud I am to be a part of of this company with these people uh, because everybody has been incredibly just supportive. Uh, I hadn't heard, you know, complaining. I hadn't heard everybody's just, you know, coming to work and just doing a phenomenal job. Everybody that works for us, you know, we've got close to 3000 people and, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I hadn't heard the problems that I've seen from other, other companies. And, and so, you know, again, I, we just appreciate everybody. We appreciate everybody that comes in and does a great job at, at work each and every day. And they care about the company. They care about what, what we want to do and the, and the vision that we've, that we've laid out there, you know, and I do think that this year, even with the virus, even with, you know, listen, we can all get worked up about, uh, unemployment and what's going to happen in the economy and all that crap. We, we don't need to worry about it. You know, the only thing we need to worry about is the next truck to get under the hole and say, you know, the good Lord's going to take care of us. He's going to put his hand over us and, and we're going to be fine. We're going to stay busy and, and we're going to get through this just fine. And I think that by the end of this year, we'll have plenty of opportunity to continue to grow our business and to continue to show out. You know, something that, that I know Eric and I have in common is this, uh, uh, I won't say, well, I won't put it that way. We have in common the, the chip on our shoulder, you know, is that yes. we've got something to prove to ourselves. We're about half stupid, really, but <laughs> but we've got something to prove every time that we go out and do something. You know, this last round of acquisitions, me, you, and Beth, yeah. you know, really, 
Yeah. Hey, hold up. I got to back up. I'm sorry. Tom. Me, you, Beth, Tommy Chairs, and Cord. Yeah. Uh, we went out and we got, I don't know how many plants live. It was 40 something locations in five days. I mean, it was, it was three hours sleep in five days. Yeah. It was, and that, and that was in a van. Yeah. It was stupid. So, <laughs> well, we did it, you know, that's, that's right. we had something to prove and we still got something to prove. You know, my, my, uh, my dad, you know, and, and the way my dad thinks and, and I give him, all the credit uh, and, and putting this and instilling this in us and, and in our company, our culture, you know, he's working night and day trying to get a quarry open right now as we speak. And, and so that hadn't changed, but he, you know, he grew up with nothing. My mom grew up with nothing. We, you know, we grew up in a, everybody knows the story. We grew up in a, just a shack and, and put that plant up in our backyard. He had something to prove. Today we've got 200 plants, 3000 employees. We still got something to prove. We can compete, you know, and if, I think if we get everybody rowing this thing in the same direction, we can compete with the Old Castles, the the Semexes, the Lafarge Wholesomes, the Vulcans. I don't care. We can compete with anybody and we can do extremely well at doing it. And nobody's going to be able to do what we can do with the amount of people that we have because everybody's everybody's got each other's backs. Those other companies, you know, they, they, they might have 18 meetings to try to figure out how, what we're doing. But we're going to figure out, we, we don't need to meet. We don't need to have any, I don't need to send everybody an email on it or worry about all that junk. Get the truck under the hole, create value for that customer, do what we say we're going to do, and we're going to keep growing this thing. And I think we can we can grow in a, a big way by doing that. Well, just to, to feed off what you're saying, the uh, West Point plant, I mean, it had been closed uh, since we purchased it. It, uh, it coming in acquisition in Florida. It was in Georgia. I had no reason to run it. Uh, by the time this job was over, we actually had to man it and actually have to station trucks there because the community saw so many of our trucks and and the way we were working. And and now we actually have a open location down there that's that's doing pretty well just just because of the amount of trucks that we had in the area and the way they saw us working versus the local competition in that area. So, I mean, you know, just over a 15,000 yard job by the time we were through we actually had to staff the plant and had a yeah. and had another location at that point. <clears throat> yeah, we got a handful of trucks that were shipping down from Tennessee this week, and uh, got a guy relocating to run that plant. So, absolutely, that's that's a prime example of it. So, you, you think people's not watching, but you know they see it. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> well, we appreciate everybody. Appreciate you listening.